the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Sobbing openly. Ringing liberty and truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Two former Democratic presidential hopefuls are on the speaker lineup later this week at the 2020 Democratic National Convention. John Kerry speaks before Jill Biden on Tuesday, and Hillary Clinton will precede President Barack Obama on Wednesday. When presumptive presidential candidate Joe Biden makes his acceptance speech on Thursday, he'll be preceded by Senator Cory Booker and former Mayor Pete Buttigieg, who both ran for president this time around. Democrats will bring their most popular speakers to the front lines to address the country. In Milwaukee, I'm Bernie Bennett reporting. Also at townhall.com, President Trump has authorized federal assistance in response to last week's derecho, which caused severe damage in Iowa. I've just approved an emergency declaration for Iowa, who had an incredible windstorm like probably they've never seen before. The president says FEMA is in Iowa, quote, full force and helping them greatly. If you haven't filled out the 2020 census form yet, you may be getting an email, phone call, or questionnaire in the mail asking you to complete that survey. The U.S. Census Bureau says it was sending out emails to homes in neighborhoods where the response rate was less than 50%. The Bureau also says it expects to send out 20 million emails. This comes as the agency enters the home stretch of the once-a-decade headcount of every U.S. resident. In addition, the Census Bureau says it's directing census takers to call homes that haven't yet responded. Andrew Stewart with that report. An automated measuring system in California's Death Valley reported a temperature of 130 degrees amid a blistering heat wave on Sunday. That reading would be among the highest ever recorded globally if it is indeed confirmed. On Wall Street, stocks are mixed. The Dow is off 57 points. The Nasdaq ahead 85 more on these stories at townhall.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-308-6638. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-308-6638 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-308-6638 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-308-6638. Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black next year on Freedom 1570. If you miss programs, you can find them at our podcast page at freedom1570.com, plus details on our half-off tuition program, half-off your first year for a new student at some great Christian schools, 
Still time to take advantage of that for this upcoming school year, plus details on our uh, back-to-school sweepstakes could win $2,500 for you, $2,500 for a school of your choice. Forecast today is some sunshine in mid-70s. The past few months have spurred necessary conversations about race and justice in America and whether or not we're tackling these issues honestly. On September 17th, we're bringing together Larry Elder and Candace Owens to help us navigate these turbulent times and come to a greater understanding of the real issues we face. Join us live for Unbiased, Unvarnished Truth Behind Race in America. Get your ticket today at Freedom1570.com. Unbiased is brought to you by Roof to Deck Decoration. Relief factor, pain relief. It's natural pain relief that works and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. Who is this prophet to the whole country? Does one man really have the insight to know what's really happening? Get his free book at ProfitToAmerica.com. Is God's protective hedge around this country really gone? Can we expect worse than the coronavirus? Go to ProfitToAmerica.com. That's ProfitToAmerica.com and download the free book, A Fresh Wind. Go to ProfitToAmerica.com. That's ProfitToAmerica.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, uh, it's time to learn about all things China. China, China, China. Hey, John, I wonder if uh, China's on Trump's mind at all. China, 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 China. I love them. China. (laughs) <laughs> I think China might be on Trump's mind, just a little bit, just a little Logical. bit. Uh, and I'll tell you, they should be on all of our minds, because uh, uh, China wants to dominate the world. Uh, China is uh, a lot more people than we have. Uh, China is uh, very focused. Uh, and, uh, man, if we don't deal with this uh, enemy, and let's say it very clearly, they are an enemy. Uh, we could be speaking Chinese someday, not at a choice. I'm just being honest with you because America is getting weaker and weaker. We're disintegrating from the inside out, just like uh, the Roman Empire, some of the greatest empires fell from within. Uh, we seem to be following the same pattern. And uh, I've covered it before. If you want to Google some uh, Titler cycle, uh, T-Y-T-L-E, uh, man, he goes through it uh, he goes through how in 200 years, uh, democracies go from uh, basically uh, um, prison back to prison, if you will. Party's over. covers it a lot better than that. Yeah, it's, uh, we, we get complacent. 
Uh, we stop uh, doing what made us successful. It's just like in a marriage. You know, you do certain things early on, and uh, your wife or your husband is impressed by those and loves you. And then we get uh, the person we want, and we get married, and then we get comfortable, and we stop doing what we did. You know, it's unfortunately part of human nature. Even God tells us that, you know, when he's talking to the seven churches in the book of Revelation, you know, his complaint to one of the churches was, you've lost your first love. Uh, I used to be your first love. And he says to go back to what you did at the beginning. And, And the problem is we don't go back to fighting for our freedoms until we lose our freedoms. That's sad. But once we have our freedoms, we appreciate them for a little while. And once we've had them for a little while, then we take them for granted. And then everybody wants freedom to do everything in all situations, all times, and all outcomes have to be all the same. Uh, And then in the process of wanting to create this ideal world, we start taking away freedoms. uh, We start turning people off. And so today we're going to focus on the elephant in the room, uh, the big Chinese elephant. Because like Trump said, China. It's all about China. Right? And so we're going to have to deal with this thing called China. Yeah. Trump knows it. And so I want to just, to let you know, you're not going to be listening to me talk for four segments about China. We're actually going to bring on someone who knows China, who knows what they're talking about. A gentleman we've had on the past, Mr. Daniel Wagner. He will be joining us. He has his brand new book uh, that came out the beginning of the week, The Chinese Vortex, The Belt and Road Initiative and Its Impact on the World. Uh, Great uh, friend. Uh, great writer uh, and knows a lot about China. And so we're going to talk about China today. Before that, I want you to understand what's really going on. And, uh, you know, all this uh, tension in America is being fed, uh, being fed by dark forces. You know, Ephesians 6 tells us that our, our battle is not with flesh and blood, but spiritual forces. And that is true. And those spiritual forces show up in a lot of ways. And for those that don't believe in God or are atheists or don't want to believe in God, unfortunately, uh, you can still be moved spiritually. Just the spirit that's moving is not from God. But uh, there are dark forces, dark spirits uh, that are absolutely guiding things. And if you don't know what's going on, uh, you're going to be, uh, you know, you're going to be a played player. And so I want to read a couple articles. Uh, Gordon Chang, I see him a lot. Uh, he's uh, uh, a Chinese expert. He's on Fox News a lot. And here's his article from a month ago, uh, China, uh, or three weeks ago. Gordon Chain reacts to Houston con- uh, consulate order. China is deliberately do- stoking racial tensions. China is stoking racial tensions in the United States. Very clear. There are stories that this consulate in Houston had links with protest groups in the United States providing financial and logistical support. That's unconfirmed, he said. But what is confirmed is that the Chinese Foreign Ministry and the Communist Party's global ties have been engaged in a malicious disinformation campaign, deliberately stoking racial tensions in the U.S. And listen to this. U.S. Customs have seized items coming from China this year that would be very handy for protesters. Beijing is pushing this. Beijing, matter of fact, this is from a British paper from June 8th. Uh, China deliberately stoking race war in U.S. by twisting facts about George Floyd's death and disinformation campaign. Uh, Mark Hodge was the writer. He said China's deliberately exploiting the death of George Floyd, accusing the, quote, racist U.S. of double standards over support of the Hong Kong protests, it's been claimed. Uh, the communist uh, country's state TV is showing harrowing image of riots in American cities while portraying its system in China, which suppresses free speech as more stable. 
And this uh, Gordon Chang, who's an expert, he was also interviewed for this uh, uh, article with the, I think it's the London Sun, I think it is, claims Beijing is twisting facts over the unrest as part of a sinister disinformation campaign. Basically, they're accusing the United States of being racist, and they do that in so many different forms, and they're deliberately twisting the facts. This is just what Beijing does. It's a malicious disinformation campaign, and we saw this at the beginning of February with, in connection with the coronavirus as well. That's why Trump calls it the China virus. I, I just want you to think about this. Chinese news, Chinese TV is actually quoting our elected officials. Chinese officials have been trolling America on social media over the violent scenes of unrest. Matter of fact, Chang actually points to a tweet by Hu Xixin, I think is his name, editor of the state-run Global Times, who quoted Democratic House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who described the Hong Kong protests as beautiful sight to behold. Isn't that amazing? So Chinese national government quotes Nancy Pelosi. I want you to think about that. And you know, the NBA should be labeled the Chinese National Basketball Association, right? Because, you know, the NBA uh, is 80% black. I found out the players are 80% black. Uh, I have never seen a, a sports league attack the president as much as they do uh, to this man. Uh, I, 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 I'm just stunning. They attack our president, but they defend China. Uh, you know, when they were doing the jerseys, you know, where you could put social media things on there, you know, social justice statements, you know, um, you know, Black Lives Matter and all this other stuff. They actually said you could put kill cops on there, but you couldn't put free Hong Kong on there. You could put free Detroit. You could put free Minneapolis, but you could not put on there free Hong Kong. It's just interesting that you see so many people in America that despise and hate the president that despise putting America first, that supplies all that stuff, and yet, and yet, what they want is they want to build up China. The NBA will tell you how great China is. The NBA has camps there that where they're abusing children uh, and, and doing all kinds of stuff, but boy, uh, they'll attack our president on anything. The same thing with Nancy Pelosi and the Democratic leadership. They won't hold China to any account at all. But they rip into our present for everything they got. What is that called when you aid and abet an enemy? I don't want to put a word on it, but you, you guys can figure out your own words. And so whether you like Trump or not, we can, it's time to pick sides. You got China who wants to destroy America, who wants to be the world power, and in order to do that, must remove America as that power. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's time to choose sides. I know some of you hate Trump, but you hate him enough to turn over this country to foreign rule. You really need to check your hatred at the door because something's not right. So today we're going to talk about this vortex, the Chinese vortex. After the break, we'll have author Daniel Wagner with us. So I am Mr. Black. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. Today, it's China, China, China. Marriott, American Airlines, Delta, United, all removed references to Taiwan from their corporate website so as not to anger Beijing. And Hollywood, not too far from here, the epic center of American creative freedom and self-appointed arbiters of social justice, self-censors even the most mildly unfavorable reference to China. I love China. 
Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. In a lawsuit, a little extra liability protection can go a long way. Call Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. A personal liability umbrella policy from American Family Insurance offers a million dollars or more of coverage over and above the limits of your auto and home policies. And it's affordable. For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651-460-3333. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. Quit smoking now for half price through this special offer from Breathe Therapy and this station. Get one Breathe Therapy program for $250. Breathe Therapy is fast, easy, and effective. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab and Half Price Offers, or call the station now. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. They want you to believe that America's institutions continue to reflect the country's acceptance of slavery at our founding. They want you to believe that Marxist ideology, that America is only the oppressors and the oppressed. The Chinese Communist Party must be gleeful when they see the New York Times spout this ideology. Ouch! Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. I am Mr. Black, and today we're playing the Trump game. China, 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 China. We're going to talk you all go over things to China, 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 but today, it's not going to be Mr. Black talking about China, because I could talk for an hour about China, but it'd probably be a little redundant. 
But we actually got a friend of Like It Matters Radio, a gentleman I respect and look up to, a knowledgeable man on China and many things China. Uh, he's been on the radio with us many, many times, and he's just had his brand new book released uh, this week, and we're going to talk about that today. It's called The China Vortex, The Belt and Road Initiative and Its Impact on the World. So let's welcome our friend of Like It Matters and uh, author of All Things China. Let's welcome Daniel Wagner to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Daniel? Hey, good to be Good to be back with you, Scott. Doing well. I uh, love having you on the show. I love talking to the smart And that's you. That's you. You're the smart guy. <laughs> hey, uh, man, so much to talk about. And this uh, radio show is uh, short. An hour is uh, goes by very, very quickly. And I want to get into your book. Uh, I was reading up on your book. And uh, awesome book. And uh, I've known a little bit about it. We've talked before. But before we do that, if you don't mind in this segment, I'd like to address, uh, you sent me uh, two articles. And I read through those articles. Uh, and I really want to uh, address those. And the first one uh, was the one that you had in Diplomatic Courier. Uh, and you had talked about America's conflict with China as ideological and so much more. And I just, I think the first paragraph was so powerful. And I want to kind of open that and let you kind of, uh, uh, you know, expand on that. You said a number of political ana- ana- analysts have recently stated that they do not believe that America's conflict with China need to be an ideological one or that guarding the West's interests need not imply an ideological battle. You said, with respect, this is a baffling argument since the foundation of America's battle with Beijing is indeed ideological. It is a battle between democracy and autocracy, a market capitalism versus state capitalism, the right to free speech versus active persecution of dissent, and so much more. So I do see these as polar opposites. So how does a world that has two competing forces, I don't know if they're polar opposites, but different, that both want the same position, pole position, how does this world adjust? to America now having an equal that we haven't had for a while. Right. So uh, I was genuinely baffled by some of the knowledgeable analysts who are saying this This has nothing to do with ideology. It's got everything to do with ideology. What's happening is that uh, the world is, if you will, being forced to choose between one led by the U.S. and one led by China. And it needn't be that choice, but the, the so stark between the two, people are saying, well, can I have it both ways? Now, some countries are trying to have it both ways. They're doing business with both countries. They're trying to be friendly with both countries. But at the end of the day, it really boils down to what kind of a world do you want to live in? And I would raise a couple of things here. One is I wrote a whole book on this subject called The America-China Divide. It actually came out uh, earlier this year as well. So I've been, you know, writing like a madman on China. So people want to <laughs> know more about that can take a look at that. But the other thing is, uh, there was a, a Pew Center uh, survey that was done in 2018, and it basically asked 25,000 people from 26 countries, you know, what kind of a world do you want to live in? What do you think of China? What do you think of the U.S.? And interestingly, not surprisingly, to those of us on this side of the Pacific, 63% of those people who responded said that they believe that the U.S. is and should remain the leader of the world. And just 19% of them viewed China as the leader or that they wanted to be the leader of the world. So it's pretty evident that everybody understands what America is, what China is. And if they have to make a choice, most of them are going to choose to go in our camp. 
if they have if they're forced to make that choice. But here's the problem, and and this kind of leads into your other article. There seems to be so much manipulation that as Americans, it seems to be that we've gotten so short sighted that we just see things at the surface level. Uh, and yet Chinese are, are, see things much deeper. The old saying used to be, you know, uh, I think it was with Russia we used to say this, that, you know, Americans play checkers and Russians play chess, talking about the bigger picture. And what concerns me is your other article where it says, Beijing flexing muscles when world preoccupied with COVID-19. You said, one would have thought that during this global crisis, Xi, uh, Xi, sorry, would have taken some time to contemplate the damage that he has done to Beijing's reputation. But what they're doing to a degree, is this correct? Is they're actually using this as somewhat of a smokescreen to get a lot of other things done while we're focused on COVID-19? I mean, is that fair to say that? Yeah, that's exactly right. So while the world is preoccupied with other things, in this case, COVID, but previously, you know, other things, whether it be a war, whether it be, you know, uh, fighting climate change, whatever it might be, China's very busy. When I say China, I don't mean the Chinese people. I mean the government. It's very busy pursuing its multiple 5, 10, 20, and 30-year plans, its strategic vision, its desire to create an alternative world order. And it is meticulously, uh, rigorously, you know, unswervingly just pursuing its agenda. So in the case of the Belt and Road Initiative, which I know we're going to talk about in a minute, and we can talk more about what that is, but just for now to say they're busy, you know, transforming the landscape in much of the world while everybody else is worried about fighting COVID. They're doing things in the South China Sea. They've already established these military bases in the South China Sea. They're holding military exercise. They're expanding their influence. They're uh, expanding their diplomatic relationships. All this stuff is continuing to go on while the world is preoccupied with COVID. They just, they never skip a beat. Well, and and they're seeing a bigger picture. They're they're playing they're playing the whole field. You know, tomorrow I'm doing a radio show called The Battlefield. You know, and I've I've, I've interviewed or read stuff from uh, from warriors, from generals, and they said in order to fight a successful campaign, you need to see as much as the battlefield as possible. And it just seems like that China is looking at the entire world as a battlefield where we're so short sighted. And right now, it seems like. Our people in this country are more pro-China than they're pro-Trump slash America. I mean, are you getting that sense that because of the hatred for Trump that people are actually warming up to China? Or is it just anything that's not Trump, they'll, they'll move to? I mean, what do you think's going on with that whole Trump-China kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, it's multifaceted, but I don't, I don't think I can agree with what you just said about people being pro-China and then anti-Trump. I think there is now not universal, but you know, pretty dominant position that China is a big problem. Uh, Trump deserves a lot of credit for tackling this problem, where no other prior president in the U.S. would do so. But I don't think it's a question of you know if you're pro-Trump, you're anti-China, or if you're you know anti-Trump, you're pro-China. I, I don't think it's that at all. I think both Democrats and Republicans in the in the Congress now understand that this is a challenge which is going to transcend political lines. It doesn't matter who gets in the White House in January. The foundation that has now been laid to basically say we need to be on a level playing field. We want you to play by the global rules. We want you to do what you're saying you're going to do. That stuff is not going to go away. It's going to stay forever, I I think, because 
certainly China's not going to be changing its stripes uh, anytime soon, any more than we are. So the, these, you know, ideological battle lines are drawn. And the question is, you know, how does it manifest itself? Is this going to be primarily an economic or political battle? Is it going to delve further into the technological arena? Is it going to impact the environmental question? You know, all of these things are, are at issue because for the very first time, America has a peer. We have never before in our history uh, since, uh, you know, we became the supreme power of the world after the Second World War, we've never had to look over our shoulder to some equivalent to us. Uh, so now we have to do that because in many arenas, China is either already equivalent with us in the past or will soon do so. And so we have to figure out how do we live in a world where we have constant competitor in all of these areas. Wow. I, I'm, you're, I'm, I'm getting a broken up feed on you. Sorry about that. But I want to ask you something. we got about, about 45 seconds. What have you noticed as the biggest change over the last five years in our relationship with China? Because I see a lot of change. I was just wondering, have you noticed anything big over the last five years that's the biggest change in the Chinese-American relationship? Well, the biggest change is that the gloves are now off, that we are calling uh, China exactly <laughs> what it is that we've thought about for many years. And we're not we're not dancing around it anymore, and we're not worried about what China may think in response. And that's part of the reason the world is in the state that it is vis-a-vis -vis China is that very very few countries are willing to challenge it because it's like the 800-pound gorilla that can sit wherever it wants. And we're saying that's not going to be the case going forward. Wow, and that's right. That's his confrontational style, whether you like it or not. He says things that aren't politically correct. And, you know, even before he was elected, I remember I've never been a big Trump fan. I'm a Trump supporter. I'm a Trump voter, but never a big fan. But, boy, he's always, I can remember hearing him before, that he's always called out China, always talked about the unfair trading practices, always talking about manipulation of currency, not things I know a lot about, but I've listened to. Uh, I've heard the interviews. So it's just fascinating. And uh, what we're going to do in the next two segments, so I want to go through your book, incredible book. I want to talk about why you call it the Chinese vortex. I think that's an interesting word. And so uh, I am Mr. Black. We have author uh, Daniel Wagner with us. And today we're talking all things China. We'll be back in three minutes. We see the Chinese Communist Party also for what it is, the central threat of our times. Our vigorous diplomacy has helped lead an international awakening to the threat of the CCP. Senators, the tide's turning. You go over to China. 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 You take China. 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 I love them. China. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 
Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Dallas-Fort Worth, August 20th through the 22nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled, as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea Miracle, you won't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code MINNEAPOLIS for 20% off. That's SalemNow.com and promo code MINNEAPOLIS to save 20% on Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. SalemNow.com, promo code MINNEAPOLIS. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and we are blessed. Our listening audience is very blessed. We have a, a gentleman who's been on our show many times. Uh, he spent time in China. He's written articles and books about China. Uh, and today he's uh, sharing with us his outcome of his new book. It just released Monday, The Chinese Vortex, The Belt and Road Initiative and Its Impact on the World. So let's welcome author and friend uh, Daniel Wagner back to Like It Matters Radio. Thanks again, Daniel, for joining us. Always a pleasure, Scott. By the way, I look, oh, I, I look at your picture. I'm in Texas. So I look at your picture on the book, and boy, that picture looks familiar to those of us in Texas, because we know what tornadoes look like, uh, we know the damage <laughs> they can do, uh, and uh, uh, it, that's powerful, because that scares some people here in Texas. But I, I'm a man of words, I know you are too, I mean, you're an author, etymologist by trade, but uh, so I go, why did he name it the Chinese Vortex? So I'm like, let me look up Vortex, something that resembles a whirlpool, the hellish vortex of battle, it says. So I'm thinking, that's interesting. There's got to be another definition for it. So I kept looking. I finally found one I liked in Cambridge English Dictionary. And it says, literary, a dangerous or bad situation in which you become more and more involved and from which you cannot escape. I was sucked into a vortex of despair, it said. 
And so, is that the vortex you're talking about? <laughs> That's exactly the vortex I'm talking about. On the cover of the book, basically, is a tornado, if you will, a vortex, which is the color of the Chinese flag. And you know, what you see at the bottom is you see what happens at the bottom of the tornado. It sort of is very destructive and it whips yeah. up a lot of a lot of things. And at the bottom, in essence, are the countries of the Belt and Road Initiative. Let me just tell your listeners what that is in case they're not familiar. The BRI, the Belt okay. and Road Initiative, is a very ambitious trillion-dollar infrastructure program that the Chinese started in 2013. They started it in 2013 in Kazakhstan by declaring that they were basically going to promote development, bring all this infrastructure to all these developing countries that need it, and promote a peaceful rise and not interfere in other nations' business in the process. Well, that's not exactly what happened. I don't need to tell you. What ended up happening <laughs> is that there yeah. were scores of countries that China ultimately invested in. Again, when I say China, I'm talking about the Chinese government. And so far, it's invested about $700 billion in this project. And it's done a lot of good. Let me just say that at the outset. It has promoted development. It has created jobs. It has created tax revenue. But at the same time, it's also done some very destructive things. It has resulted in some countries which were debt-free or close to debt-free and had graduated from what I call highly indebted poor country status to going back to that status as a result of incurring tens of billions of dollars of debt that everybody knew, the host countries and the Chinese government knew when it was lent to them that they could never, ever pay back. And rather than giving the money to these countries, they were lent by Chinese financial institutions at high interest rates, which were very burdensome. And as a result, then many of these assets have been expropriated by the Chinese government and their companies in the host countries. Expropriation is supposed to work exactly the opposite. If you're a host country, you might expropriate an asset from a foreign investor in your country. It's not the investor that expropriates the asset in the host country. They've got it all wrong. But they signed these agreements that basically allowed China to do just that. There are other problems associated with this, which we can discuss if you want. They include environmental degradation. There's a backlash now to the BRI because so many countries have been negatively impacted that it's actually negatively affecting their relationship with China, which is exactly the opposite of what it was supposed to do. But let me stop there so you can ask some more well, questions. Yeah. Well, uh, to, I just want to address one thing you said. You said that it's doing good. See, here's the problem. Uh, you know, you could look at Hamas, and Hamas did help people out. They were on the streets. They'd give poor people food and all that. That's how they got power. That's how they could do it. So I think a lot, I mean, you can talk to some Germans that will tell you, even though what Hitler did was wrong, they could say Hitler did a lot of good things for Germany, gave back his pride. So, uh, you know, and I know you're not saying that, but, boy, we, we can, you know, the raid, what's to say, the road to hell is paid with good intentions. So there's there's going to be a lot of good things that are on the forefront uh, that are basically cover. And so as I was looking at the list of countries that I believe that China is helping, one thing I noticed uh, is that there are very many poor countries, more failing states. Why do you think the Chinese government targeted so many poor countries, so many failing states? That's a really good question, and I actually have an answer for you. So it's interesting. Um, <laughs> the, 
the the approach to corruption, for example, is pretty similar in a lot of different countries. And it just so happens that many of the poorest countries, the ones that need the infrastructure the most, also happen to be failing states, highly corrupt, uh, lack of transparency in governance, etc. And that actually meshed very well with how China sometimes do biz- does business. And so it, in choosing these countries, basically it was able to say, I don't have to worry about some multilateral development bank breathing down my neck because I'm not adhering to all Mm. these governance issues because they are not using anyone else's money but their own. So they have an Mm. agreement with seven multilateral development banks to work together on the BRI, yet that agreement was never pursued. China has chosen not to use anyone else's money so that it gives it total freedom in terms of how it can operate. And that is one of the really interesting uh, components of the program. Well, it almost feels like we're, we're, uh, we're at a huge disadvantage in America. I mean, we have taxpayers. Uh, we have a huge debt. Uh, we have a global uh, you know, uh, uh, economic slowdown. So does everybody else. But how is, how is China funding all this? Trillion dollars. You said a trillion dollars. I mean, how are they, where are they getting this money from? This is coming from... State-owned enterprises is coming from state-owned banks and from the government itself directly. And basically what this was, uh, I learned this in researching the book, is that there were certain elements of the Chinese economy, certain state-owned enterprises that were in the process of failing back in 2013. So what this program ultimately enabled them to do is to keep functioning because of all this money and new projects that they got, have a reason to continue to exist, and then at the same time, spread soft power and influence throughout the world. So it served multiple functions at the same time. The Chinese uh, Chinese government has a lot of money. It's actually a reasonably wealthy country if you consider everything that uh, it has going for it. And it has the money to spend. The question is, how is it allocating certain types of funds? And it decided to allocate all of these funds toward the BRI for that larger purpose. Mm. But these are basically companies, even though they're, they look like individual companies, they're actually owned by China, which brings us to a question that's not on your Belt and Road Initiative, but this whole thing with TikTok, with the 5G thing, where Trump is worried about letting those companies in here because of their ties to the Chinese government. Is that legitimate concern? I think it is, actually. And there are many parts to this as well, of course. I and mean, some people are saying that the whole TikTok thing is a result of payback, if you will, for all the young people who use TikTok to undermine the president's uh, gathering in Tulsa last month. Uh, some, some people believe that, and it, there might be an element of truth to that. But I think the bigger issue is any Chinese company is subject to the national security law of China from 2015, which basically says that the government has the right to act and all data that they have in the name of national security. So you might ask yourself, well, what do some fun videos on TikTok have to do with Chinese national security? The answer is probably very little doesn't matter because all they have to do is say to any company, this is a national security issue. You have to hand over all your data. That's a huge issue with Huawei, for example. That's what the Huawei issue is all about. So in this case, what I think TikTok is about, and I do think it's a legitimate concern, 
is the larger issue of building a mosaic, building a dossier, if you will, on every adult in America and many around the world. You may say, well, Wagner, you're crazy. What are you talking about? Think about that in the context of all the cyber intrusions that have gone on under Chinese auspices. Anthem. Mm. Um, yep. you know, uh, the, the Office of Personnel Management by the government, Equifax. I mean, they've, they've already got so much information on all of us. And this is just adding to it. Why would the Chinese government care about who checks into Marriott hotels? Why did they hack Marriott? They want to know our habits. Where are you going? Who are you seeing? What are you doing? And as a result, they put all these pieces of information together, and that's the result. Wow. And it seems like Americans were so short-sighted on our convenience. We want what we want. We want cheap things. So, you know, we'll let all our prescriptions be made in China. We want free things. We want fun things. We want easy things. It almost feels like we're... We're bringing a, a knife to a gunfight. It seems like we're we're playing on the surface, and they're like 20 feet below uh, laying a foundation that it, once we see what's down there, we won't want to go down there anymore. It's just interesting. Uh, uh, we're getting ready to go to a hard break, but uh, I would like to know after the break, you know, wh- what is your biggest concern? You know, what is your biggest concern? Because you know the countries that are Belt and Road Initiative. You know which countries China is investing in. And, and, and I want you to put your American hat on. As a, an American citizen, as a, a child of this country, as a, as a citizen, what are your biggest concerns? Which countries are you most worried about that China is investing in? Because the impact that will have on America itself. So when we come back from the break, I'd like you to address that. I'll ask the question again. But uh, I am Scott Black, Mr. Black, and we are talking today with author Daniel Wagner, talking about the Chinese Vortex, his newest book. We'll be back in three minutes. Today, China is increasingly authoritarian at home and more aggressive in its hostility to freedom everywhere else. And President Trump has said, enough. China. 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 We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Whoever said an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure might have been dealing with a clogged drain line. Call Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains now for a complete line checkup. Paul Bunyan will use their camera to see exactly what's going on. 
They'll clean the main line for $175 or a secondary line for just $125 with no trip charge. Certain restrictions apply. For details, visit heypaul.com. Get a $3,900 Konica Minolta copier for your business for just $19.50 through this special offer from Tops and this station. There's only one half-price copier. Go to the station's website, click on the More tab, then Half-Price Offers, or call the station now. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to Dallas-Fort Worth on August 20th through the 22nd. Details at likeitmatters.net. In our hemisphere, Canada has stood firm against the Chinese Communist Party's hostage-taking. Its three major telecom carriers have also banned untrusted vendors. Belize and Haiti have denounced Beijing's national security law targeting Hong Kong. Denmark has rejected the CCP's attempted censorship of Danish newspapers. Sweden has closed its Confucius Institutes. Lithuanian intelligence services have identified China as a political a potential threat for the first time. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, application. Today, it is China, China, China. We got a good friend, a great author, a man who knows China pretty well, uh, Daniel Wagner. And again, Daniel, I, just, I know your time is busy. I know you're sought after a writer, speaker. So thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with our listeners. I'm glad to do so. And it's been a great conversation so far. Well, thank you. Hey, um, I, I want you to address that question I gave before. Which ones, knowing what you know, knowing who's taking money from China, where they're at, which one of those countries or, or areas of those, uh, concern you the most as an American? So part of the objective of the BRI for Beijing is to acquire as much in the natural resources arena as possible. And if a country doesn't have natural resources, China is basically not so interested in investing there because it wants something in return. So my concern is that its objective of acquiring these natural resources means that it's becoming more influential in countries that matter. You know, the Saudi Arabias, mm. the Brazils, et cetera, of the world. And many of these countries are devoting more and more of their natural resources to China under contract. So whether it's Chile's copper or Brazil's iron ore and soybeans or the oil from Saudi Arabia. China is the, you know, the largest customer in many of these countries. And what concerns me is that they're just going to have greater and greater influence, ultimately at, uh, at, at our cost, because we're withdrawing from the world in terms of remaining active and strengthening many of our bilateral relationships. And they're doing just that while we're doing the opposite sometimes. So I'm mm. concerned about that. But I wanted to make sure and, and say one other thing related to what we were talking about in the previous segment. Mm-hmm. And that is that in many respects, we have ourselves to blame for allowing this to happen. 
It's not just with natural resources. We have ourselves to blame for allowing China to become the global epicenter of manufacturing, for allowing so many of our drugs to be manufactured there and in India and in so many other ways. I saw that there was an executive order signed by the president just today to say that essential drugs must be produced in America going forward, and I'm really glad to see that. Yeah, I mean, this COVID-19, there's been a couple of pluses, not many. But one of them is the wake-up call that when 90-some percent of our, our, our antibiotics are created in China, when, what, 80% of our pharmaceutical-grade products are, are there in China? I think that's why this Kodak thing, to, to repurpose Kodak, uh, he doesn't get credit for any of this stuff. I just think it is so powerful. And by the way, I don't know if you heard the lead-in with Pompeo talking about all the countries that are taking action. You know what was ironic, and you know more of this than I do, they were no, and please, I don't mean to offend any country, I'm so sorry if I know, they were no-name countries, they were Sweden, they were, there was no Germany, there was no France, there was no Britain, I mean, so where are the big players in the world, why aren't they doing something? And this is a big part of the problem, it's exactly what I was talking about before. And that is that they have so much tied up in bilateral business ties with China that it's not necessarily that they're afraid to say anything negative against them, but they're afraid to take actions that will significantly impact the business arrangements that they have. Germany, you know, Europe's largest economy, their biggest, their biggest uh, recipient of their goods happens to be in China. And the reverse is also true, of course. So this is all about dollars and cents, economics. It's also about some diplomatic relations. One of the things that I think needs to happen is uh, America needs to repair its bilateral relationships with so many of these countries because it's speaking with one voice with our allies that I think is ultimately going to make the difference. And that's why, personally, I think that The Chinese, surprisingly, would actually prefer that Trump stays in power, because if he stays in power, they believe that the fragmentation of our alliances will also continue. If Biden gets in, he's likely going to repair those alliances. And that's one of the things I think that China fears the most. Mm, interesting, interesting, interesting. Let me ask you: Of all these companies, they've been countries they've been lending to. Um, have any countries been successful in obtaining debt forgiveness from China? Some of them have, and I cover this in the book. Uh, not not as many as you might think, and certainly not as much as you might think. The Chinese have actually been hesitant to take meaningful renegotiations, meaningful uh, changes in how these these debts have been acquired. And it's only if they do that it's going to make a difference to so many of these highly indebted poor countries. It's surprising to me, given the backlash that's gone on, uh, that China is willing to risk its reputation for ongoing backlash because of its failure to do just that. Hmm. Interesting. And one last thing I want to address before we get you off phone is uh, you were talking about this digital currency. Uh, China's creating this national digital currency. Uh, why is this important? What, what are some of the implica- implications for BRI countries in the world with this, this policy of theirs of creating this new national digital currency? I'm glad you asked that. It's called the DCEP, Digital Currency Electronic Payment. And China, not surprisingly, is the first country that is creating and will roll out probably this year its own digital currency. It has first mover advantage for one thing. But one of the things it's trying to do is use this digital currency also to help internationalize use of the yuan. 
It also wants to encourage these BRI countries to use the digital payment as the, me- the means of payment going forward to internationalize at the same time the use of this digital currency. So they have the first mover advantage. America, from my understanding, has barely gotten started. Many of the Western nations have barely gotten started. And it's basically going to then be able to help transform the landscape of the use of digital payments going forward because it's the first one and the biggest one to do it. And it also removes the dollar as the international currency. What a nice little side benefit, right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure it's going to remove it, but it's certainly going to weaken it in some degree. And, of course, many of the trading relationships China has already, they're doing without the use of the dollar. So that's wow. part of the yeah that's whole, part of the whole mosaic as well. Wow, this is this is fascinating. So real quick before we get you off the phone, uh, tell people how they can reach you. I know the book's available on Amazon, but let them know how they can reach you if they want to uh, hear more from me, want you to speak at something or or anything like that. How can they reach you? Sure, I appreciate that, Scott. So all of my information is on my website. It's called CountryRiskSolutions.com. All my publications, all my data, it's all there. Awesome, awesome. And the book is available, what, it came out Monday, correct? That's correct. It's already number one in two categories, in exports and imports, and in privacy and surveillance. Apparently people like it. Well, I'll tell you, I, I, and again, I read a lot. I listen to more than I read. But uh, I really enjoy your writing, Daniel, and I'm a, a guy who loves words, and you put them together well. You make good points. Uh, you go deeper. You, you make some uh, some connections that I might not have thought of. So I uh, highly recommend anything that Daniel Wagner, whether it's article or books. How many books you got now? Four, five, six books? No, this is the eighth, actually. <laughs> eighth. Ouch, ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Underplaying you. Underplaying you. Eighth book. So, uh, man, he's got a lot of good information, a lot of good knowledge. So, uh, again, Daniel, I want to thank you so much for sharing uh, with our listeners and uh, look forward to the next time that we can have you on the radio, okay? Always a pleasure, and thank you, Scott. All right, have a great day. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we got to open our eyes. There's a lot going on. We're so wrapped up. We're so distracted. You know, uh, you know magicians, it's called sleight of hand, right? Uh, I've got a lot of good friends. Christian Grosso is a friend of mine. He's a magician. And and a lot of it's about distraction. It's the same technique that the media uses right now. They distract us with little things over here, shiny object over here, while they're working on doing other things. And so what we got to do is we got to educate ourselves. We got to control what's going into our own thought process. This is why we do this radio show. It's inspiration, education, application. You got to go somewhere else than CNN and MSNBC and ABC News. You're being sold a program. You're being told what to think. Uh, The media's number one outcome right now is to remove Donald Trump from office. So anything that helps that out, uh, they're going to do. And keeping you from being focused on those things that are positive, those things that Trump might be doing that are good, uh, are negative. That's why I love people like Daniel Wagner. Daniel was honest. I mean, he thinks what Trump's doing is great. And he also said, you know, there's one way that China might want Joe Biden in there. I think uh, uh, China is going to want Joe Biden. I, I disagree with Daniel on that. I think China wants Joe Biden because they can control Joe Biden. That they have, uh, they know Joe Biden's family's made a lot of money in China. So, you know, you just got to be aware of what's going on. Pay no attention to the man behind the green curtain, right? The man behind the green curtain is the one pulling the bells and whistles. It's not the great and powerful Oz. You're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
Viruses come from China like shortstops come from the Dominican Republic. Sinister forces are at work. I love them. China. Most of the actual fighting will be done by small robots. Hi, this is Lee. And this is Matt from the Kingdom Builders. About 22 years ago, I remember doing my father's roof in Bloomington after a huge hailstorm had gone through. And now he just had me come out and take a look at his roof because he wants to make sure it's okay. 22 years old now. Most roofs in that time era were good for about 20, 25, maybe 30 years. So if you're looking to get an honest assessment on whether your 22-year-old roof is still good, give us a call. Yeah, Lee, I remember that storm too. And as I drive around Burnsville, uh, Bloomington, the South Metro, I see all of these roofs that replaced back in 1998. And it may be time for an assessment for us to come out and let you know if you have a year or three left or if now is a good time to get those shingles replaced. For an honest assessment on your roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.com. That's 